Oh, I can take this shirt off, finally. Okay, we are live. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, welcome to uh, episode two of Up For A Challenge. challenge. The show where we challenge each other to do challenging things such as challenging <laughs> each other. Um, does someone want to uh, take the ball and catch us up about uh, life, the universe, and everything before we go into uh, last week's challenge? Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, I'm in the midst, well, life for me, I can't speak for you guys, but life for me consists of uh, uh, editing a, a script right now for Company Q um, and uh, dealing with the, the craziness of formats going back and forth from uh, a Word document to Google Drives to my Mac to... Uh, Cuneiform to just everything. Uh, so just trying to figure that out. And uh, what else? I also saw uh, Age of Ultron this week. Yes. Yeah. We were talking about that before we went live. <laughs> we were. And it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And Sarah, would you like to uh, talk <laughs> about uh, the Thanos uh, little tease that happens uh, in, in the, mid, <clears throat> the mid-credit sequence of the movie? Right. You mean Dennis? <laughs> yes. You mean Dennis? Dennis. <laughs> Dennis. Uh, you know, Dennis, the purple guy, comes on and says he's going to do it himself with his magic glove of six <laughs> fingers, you know? <laughs> Dennis, Thanos' idiot screw-up younger brother that still lives <laughs> right? at home with mom. Yep. But if anything, it's because of how Jeff said it, so it's, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Oh, God. A mix between Dennis and Dan and Yogurt, and I just <laughs> heard Dennis in the movie theater. Ultron, age of Dennis. Because <laughs> isn't that creepier? It's not like some, like, oh, you have a an old school, you know, but like, oh, yeah. I just have, my name's Dennis, sure. and I'm going to destroy you. Like, yeah. that's no one. Like, no one day. would suspect a guy named Dennis. <laughs> right? Tom, destroyer of worlds. Uh, <laughs> Billy, bringer of death. You know, <laughs> you know, put a nice little name in front of it, and no one will suspect that guy. No one yeah. will. <laughs> so Dennis doesn't collect Infinity Gems. He collects... Uh, Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? He collects the uh, tops off of uh, beer bottles because uh, one day <laughs> he's going to uh, varnish them into a really awesome coffee table. Uh, but, mm. he, but, he, but he just keeps collecting them. He's never going to do it. He's never no. going to do it. <laughs> never. Speaking, wait, speaking of Dennis, uh, and I forgot that I knew this, uh, apparently this week, uh, I think it was this week, in uh, uh, syndicated, the Dennis the Menace cartoons, uh, apparently mm-hmm. they, they started, they did a design change on Dennis uh, within the last couple of years, so he more closely looks like the original Dennis the Menace from back in the like 30s oh, or 40s or whenever yeah, it started. Yeah, yeah. How, oh, however, wow. there was a little bomb that <laughs> dropped that... Dennis's dad in the in the new current version of the comics uh, has been making references to a couple of things from his childhood. And apparently they just uh, revealed in the comics this week that the current Dennis the Menace's dad was the former Dennis the Menace grown up. Does that make sense? Yeah. (laughs) So apparently they finally made that official uh, this week sometime. Yeah. So it comes full circle. Yeah. Ah, that's yeah. how karma works. <laughs> <laughs> that is very cool. Excuse me. That's mm. right. Everybody coughing and hacking. 
That's right, riveting, riveting live sure. broadcast. Oh yeah! All right, so what's uh, what's going on with you guys? Because I kind of hog the conversation. Uh, I guess, well, right? I made a successful um, full mask mold uh, for uh, this cat mask I'm making out of neoprene, and I've had many different versions of molds, and they always ended up cracking in the center. And then I had a eureka moment, and so now I have an actual mold. So tomorrow I'm cool. gonna try and cast. Some stuff. Oh, and I opened a business account for Rogue Masks. Hooray! So, so it's official. That's right. So now you have things. You can write checks. You can write checks <laughs> to Rogue Masks. You can have checks written to I you. I know. That's great. Cool beans. What about you? Happy. What about you, Jeff? What are you doing? Uh, I spent the week recording an audiobook, which was cool because I'd never done it before. Um, it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> But it was a real test in endurance because while I'm used to doing shows like this, you know, for a little while, spending having two six-hour days back to back of of reading, in especially where I pitch the audiobook, you know, which is a little lower, <laughs> <laughs> um, spending twelve hours doing yeah. that, uh, you start to like get a little fuzzy, a little sure. soft focus behind, you know, with everything in the room and. And your voice gets all cracky and stuff. And but. I imagine you know, saying the same words over and over again, too. You know what I mean? It's it's that yeah. the words kind of lose their meaning at some point, and you're just making sounds yes. and going, Very quickly. yeah, what does this word even mean anymore? <laughs> the, what is that? Right. Yeah. And you have to get really good at, at jumping in. Right. So uh, you, you'll screw up a word, and you'll screw up the same word like five times. So go, like, ah, my mouth doesn't work yeah. anymore. And uh, and they'll pick back up at the beginning of, uh, of the line or a few words back. And at some point, the recording of you just drops out, and you've got to pick back into the middle of the sentence <laughs> yeah. and, and make it natural. So you're like, uh, oh, i got to do it again. And then he said, <laughs> <laughs> just wait. Yeah. Anyway, it was weird. And then I had I, I had a weird audition, but I, I had to sign a bunch of forms. So sure, I can't sure. talk about that. But I'll tell you about okay. that later. <laughs> I can't wait. Cool beans. All right. <laughs> So, uh, what was the? Uh, let's remind people what was the challenge last week. Ah, uh, the yes. challenge was for you to broadcast on Periscope um, every day uh, about your life. My Which... personal favorite was you um, eating pizza. <laughs> that was my personal. Oh gosh, yeah. Great. And... <laughs> we did tune into them. I I didn't catch all of them. I missed the the final one. And okay. and we were actually we were supposed to peris- Periscope this one today, but I, oh. I didn't think sure, to do sure. it. Um, uh, I missed the very final one, so I'm curious as to what happened on the last one, and I'm also curious if you if you saved any of them to your camera well, yeah, roll because if you did, I'd like I, to. See I did. Them. Uh, I saved. I I really only did uh, uh, one broadcast a day, just because uh, mm-hmm. a lot of the situations I'm in, you know, I'm around. Uh, I'm in the schools, so I'm around right, children. So it's not... yeah. So um uh and and then sometimes the only time that was made available to me where I could broadcast was like th- these last two ones where I was at home. So I kept them mm-hmm. really short because I didn't have access to Wi-Fi because I didn't want to tear through my data um, but uh, so this was kind of my experience with Periscope I tried to just uh, you know watch other people's stuff and uh, trying to figure it out like not going to sort of outside sources to get reviews on Periscope and things like that but as mm-hmm. a general sense I'd say it was it, it was fun it was interesting um, the uh, it, it feels like 
Periscope content creators kind of fall into three categories. Uh, there are those people that are using it uh, in a very sort of business-minded way. Uh, they have... Um, uh, you know, a, uh, a point of view or a, or a product or a, a something they're trying to Or spam. Well, yeah, or something that they're trying to sell you on, right? And so it's the idea of, oh, I've got, you know, 30 minutes today to possibly talk directly to, you know, mm -hmm. Tony Robbins <clears throat> or whoever might have a channel and might do it, right? Um, so it's, you know what I mean? So you, you've got active sort of visual confirmation that I'm talking mm -hmm. to this person that I want feedback from. Um, then there's people that seem to treat it more like a journal sort of confessional sort of thing. Um, oh, you know wow. what I'm, today. So like an actual yeah. live journal. Right. Like literally. And I, and I found myself laughing at that term when I, when I finally made the connection and I remember my consternation with live journals when they were a thing. <laughs> right. um, I was never, I never had a live journal, but I had many friends and were in many social situations where people did. And I just thought they were ridiculous. Um, Aren't they? I like, yeah. I, you can still go back and read some of them. Yeah. Um, like I was writing a weird story and like, 16-year-old me was so angsty, and I just, good time, I just laughed yeah. heartily. Uh, I'll never forget, there was one time, this was uh, in the theater department, and there was some tiff going on amongst this uh, group of people in the green room, and I, I remember very clearly one time, they, they were all huffing and puffing and getting into a fight, and then there was just a moment where they all stopped talking, they, as a group, collectively got up, went to our computer lab, and immediately sat down and started live journaling about this fight that they were having amongst these four people not talking to each other or trying to resolve it in any way but letting the entire internet know but that's oh that's, my god yeah but that's a digression but yeah so there were people right. that were you know people that were using it uh in terms of a uh sort of a journal uh but in some ways then kind of throwing it out to people that were watching at the time like so here's the situation what do i do right sort of actively seeking advice advice yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And then there was a third category of people that I kind of felt like they, like, just would turn it on at any moment. So you were watching somebody wander through a convention sort of center or hall trying to look for directions to some workshop or conference room. And so literally you're watching, like, the, the camera swing and you, you kind of hear the voice of the person that I you assume is attached to the channel. And, you know, it was, it was uh, I don't know, it was, it was, the, the I guess the extreme of what they want that live broadcast of uh -huh. your life to be, you know, um, so that that's a general sense of how I felt things broke down. Um, you know, I I kind of swung back and forth trying out a couple of different things. I think I I more squarely fell in sort of the journal category. Like mm -hmm. I kind of check in and say, this is what I'm working on now. This is what just happened. Um, I did have on Wednesday night. I did, uh, which was actually I think the most. Uh, viewed of all the broadcast I did, we had our um, uh, education department. It's you know the interns. It's the end of the year, and so uh, we had a uh, uh, a meal, a get together at our boss's house. And so uh, I filmed the three interns in the kitchen while they were doing dishes and starting to clean a little bit, and then just kind of let it run for a bit while they kind of screwed around. And that was actually uh, the most watched and fun. most popular. Yeah, um, uh, but I think uh, I got. Uh, 
I, I don't know how many uh, followers I picked up from when you started the channel, Jeff. I think there were maybe three or four that w- were attached mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. the assembler one. Uh, but we picked up another yeah. one. There was nice. a, there's yes. a fifth follower, and, I, and I'm going to say yes. it's because of me. And, uh, and they, they also have on the Periscope, uh, uh, the app, um, when people are watching your channels and watching your stream, uh, they can uh, heart it. You tap to the mm-hmm. side of the screen, and then that's how you know people approve of of you or the content you are creating. And I approve yeah. of your content. Um, and so, over the course of a week, uh, I accumulated 156 hearts. Um, that's great. Yep. So I'm going to, well, and then I watched some of the channels I was watching, you know, because I I kind of explored other people's content. Um, you know, some people, my God, it was just like a constant stream of those hearts, like boom, 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 and they would amass like thousands per 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 uh, broadcast or. Um, you know, uh, some of the more business-minded people that really seem to be the most uh, popular on the site. Like I said, people that had a point of view and that were coming at it from, uh, here's five ways to write a better resume. Or I even watched a couple, mm-hmm. here's nine ways uh, to get more followers in your Periscope feed. Uh, you know. Um, <laughs> That's medicine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, watch my Periscope yeah. to find out how you can get more people to watch yeah. my Periscope. Or, I mean your right, Periscope. Right. And so it was just, it was very funny. But, you know, I watched, uh, there was another one where I watched where it was a producer uh, in Hollywood uh, f- uh, for some TV show. He was a little um, um, roundabout, I guess, not saying the exact name of it was. Uh, but he does, uh, I don't know if it's a daily or weekly thing, where he just uh, uh, streams and uh, people pitch him TV show ideas. <laughs> and so... He would give like immediate feedback or, or, you know, say, hey, that's a good idea and this is why. You know what I mean? And so, again, it's real-time response to— Sign these forms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a real-time <laughs> response to sort of questions, I guess, that people would have. And uh, it totally makes sense that it's built off of sort of the, the Twitter infrastructure that already exists. Uh, mm-hmm. Because, again, Twitter sort of rewards that sort of— um, um, that one on even though you've got a mass of followers, it really sort of rewards that one-on-one interaction between people. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and Periscope, I feel, is kind of set up the same way, right? There's all these sort of uh, um, uh, infrastructure things built in with the, the live stream, and then people can comment, and then people can heart and like it. But then mm-hmm. ultimately, it comes <clears throat> down to when that content provider comments directly or responds directly to that question that you posed or that. Um, um, you know that thing that uh, that uh, comment that you put on their uh, uh, their broadcast. So, yes. Yeah, so it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm more. In- I'm interested. Um, how how did it make you feel? I mean, uh, like, were you were you nervous when you were broadcasting? Ever did you did you really care? Did you did the hearts matter? Did they not matter? Uh, I think in the beginning. Uh, the hearts and the uh, the followers didn't matter uh, like the first, I'd say, two or three days because, again, I was just trying to figure it out. Um, mm-hmm. It was I, – I will say that, again, I kind of found myself, and I don't know it was because I was – using this Periscope uh, uh, feed through Assembler's channel that I felt like I had to be a little bit more uh, uh, cautious of the things that I might throw out there and the things that I might say. Oh, weird. I was really hoping you would just go for it. (laughs) Well, you know. I was hoping by, that was why originally I was going to set you up a a, a fake one, is I I wanted you to just... And, you know, and, and and honestly, but here's the thing, Jeff, because I know like we've talked about like, uh, you know, the angry Adam 
you know, does the news sort of thing, that concept oh, yeah. that you've <laughs> encouraged before and like my rants. And I was like, you know, this this format seems perfect for it. You know what I mean? Like uh, something just <laughs> happened. I literally just read this article here. Let me go on Periscope and rant, you know, do a two minute <clears throat> rant. Right. And put yeah. the information out there. Um, but I, I kind of I pulled back from doing things like that because, um, c- again, I felt like there were some people and I think this is the journal, the journal group, the journaling group uh, that felt like sometimes there was a performance aspect to what they were doing. And so I was ah. trying not to do that and just okay. and just be this is my real life sort of thing. Um, this is me. Did this you, is my truth. I have this a question. Did you yeah. uh, on because on Periscope, you can leave comments. Yeah. Uh, were there any comments that you found amusing or that spoke to you or <laughs> nobody commented on anything that I did except for Jeff? Um, oh really? Uh, yeah, okay. there were a couple of comments through <laughs> Jeff, um, but mo- uh, yeah, that was it. Um, you know, I commented on a couple of other people's uh, pages or streams. Uh, mm-hmm. Didn't, and again, you know, it's <clears throat> I. Uh, they didn't uh, respond to mine. You know, but again, they were getting like comment after comment after comment, so mm-hmm. they would just kind of mm-hmm. pull what kind of stood out to them. But, um, but no, I I didn't uh, I didn't get any feedback that way. But yeah. But that kind of goes back to, uh, you know, Jeff was saying, what was the experience like at the beginning? Because everything was so new and I was just trying to figure it out. And again, I was trying to figure out how to be most successful at this thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I got a little discouraged, I'd say, Thursday and Friday of going, oh, well, you know, I don't I don't have that many followers and I've only gotten this many hearts. And so, um, you know, I got maybe a little discouraged about that, which seems kind of silly. But isn't it funny that... uh that social media makes you um like crave attention from total strangers you know what i mean it's like oh i i'm not getting as much attention so what's wrong with me and i think that's so interesting with the psychology you know of of this generation of oh well i have this many followers on on my twitter account or i have this many followers on my instagram but it's like do you know who they are no but they follow me and it's like yeah, but you need like fa- a false sense of, of getting accolades, you know, of like a yeah. false sense of people care. Yeah. Um, and and mm-hmm. I think that's g- great in, in some ways, but in other ways, I think it's it's false inflation of I'm so important. I'm, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like when we drive around in Atlanta, like there's people who aren't <laughs> courteous drivers or whatever. And it's just, I don't know. Yeah. I'm ranting. Is this the origin of I'm so important? I no. should I should what? I should tell people. So one of the things when Sarah and I are driving around town, um, I started saying a lot. Uh, we were in the car, like they cut you off and they do this stuff, and I just go, "Oh, I'm so important. I'm such an important driver." And so now we we say, "I'm, I'm so, so important." important. Right. I think you're right. It, it applies to the the social media life as well. Yeah. Adam, I'm wondering, yeah. is this something that you would continue? to do on your own is this something you would you would do on your own without yeah. this um this project i think now that you've tried sure it. i think and and again going back to your original intention that you thought i would just kind of break loose and do maybe if i removed myself uh from the assembler moniker and i did my own thing uh you know maybe trying out the angry you know the angry news rant thing i don't know uh-huh. um that might be and again it might come back to that i wouldn't necessarily care then if I was getting likes or followers or anything because I was putting mm-hmm. out something that I I personally cared about and believed in you know what I mean mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. then yeah. often 
comes down to, um, uh, you know, when things kind of take off and become popular because you've got somebody that's putting out something that's uh, personal and unique to them. So I, I don't know. It's definitely it, it's it's definitely a thought in my head. Um, I, I feel uh, right now um, uh, um, having limited access to Wi-Fi and so not being able to necessarily do it at home free will where I think I would really be able to let loose because let's be honest, I can't really, you know what I mean? I can't really right. let loose where I, you know, where I have the most access right. to Wi-Fi at work. So mm-hmm. um, uh, there was a guy that was fired for that years ago here. So, um, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. So it's it's a thought. Um, but I, I think maybe if I can if I can come with a unique point of view again be original and mm-hmm. and uh put something out there then i think i would definitely i would definitely want to play with this format a little bit more yeah i mean you've definitely inspired me to to try it out i think it would be really fun and i think like instead of talking about my life or whatever like showing the masks making and like yeah. showing physical theater and i think it's really great to sort of talk about the process of maybe doing that i don't know yeah i thought about it but you inspired me to do it because i was like oh well you're you and i are very similar when it comes to social media and i was like "Ah, it looks like fun yeah so you converted me i want to try it for a while um but i noticed the first time i did it i was really nervous and which is i thought was weird for me and i'm like why am i letting all these people into my into my life and it was at trivia night or whatever and i'm like i should be hanging out with my friends which i was doing but i was like but this is also like a cool thing to show people so i'm gonna show people this Mm -hmm. but then i was thinking yeah but is that okay with the people that i'm hanging out with so i was using it differently than a, a live journaling thing it was sort of a live event thing which is uh I think the thing that interests me more in using it, because I don't really care to live journal sure. I mean, on, on Periscope. I don't really know what I have to say. But if something interesting is happening, then I do kind of want to yeah. broadcast it. But I, I felt nervous about I will it. say, though, that speaking of, because uh, you say live eventing, and again, I think that kind of falls more in the camp of those people that were using it in sort of a businessy type way. Um, mm-hmm. But it really got it mm-hmm. really got me thinking in terms of all of the um, um, uh, current events that have been going on in our country with uh, filming of uh, police officers, right? Uh, yeah, catching mm-hmm. them doing things that contradict police reports and things like that. Yes. I was like, this would be a really interesting, great tool, right? Uh, to immediately get that sort of uh, mm-hmm. get that video, get that response out there. Um, yeah. You know, I think you might run into some problems, if, you know, if there's, you know, if they shoot somebody, things like that. I don't I don't know what the legal implications right, would be. But like I think about what you're saying is you could live report almost in, in a way. And I think yeah. about, you know, uh, like yesterday, uh, this horrible uh, incident occurred. You know, uh, a plane crashed on uh, the interstate in Atlanta. I heard um, about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, uh, it completely shut down uh, the entire 285 interstate, you know, because they had to clean it up and, and all of that stuff. But I was thinking how in that moment, not to show necessarily the the footage, but just to be like, um, so this just happened. This is, like, a live report. This is a plane just crashed in front of me. Or, like, yeah. I think about the Boston bombings. Or I think about, you know, how there's all those conspiracy theorists about 9-11. Yeah. How if you had something like this back then, how much more information you could get in a moment of 
this is my experience. This is what I see. This is what is happening. Yeah. Um, as opposed to like when, um, when the, uh, Russia and uh, was it Crimea, yeah. they were having yeah. their conflict and people were live tweeting. If you could add then that other layer on it, the yeah. periscoping with the live tweeting, then it's like, I think you would have more awareness of the things that happen sure. outside yeah. of your bubble. Well, and Periscope is built on the back of Twitter, so I think that's that's part of the plan, yeah. mm -hmm. um, is that they Periscope is actually run by Twitter. Okay. So um, there's an option that you can turn on when you Periscope to send a tweet out. Oh. So if, if that were, if this tool had been available then, and uh, if you had, you know, a Russian that was tweeting about this thing that they were witnessing right now, mm -hmm. um, and then they threw up a tweet that was like, you know, Periscope so you can see it, and you could hop right in there from Twitter, yeah. um, which I think is what you're talking about, yes. which is, yeah. so, so it's here, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, um, but that just seemed, and it's funny, because that, it was actually hearing that report uh, about the plane crash in Atlanta that kind of triggered the idea, and then I just kind of kept chasing it to its, you know, mm -hmm logical conclusion so but yeah um so i think i think it's a i think it's a valid tool i think it's an interesting uh tool um i want to like i said i want to come up i think i want to have a stronger point of view uh of something to put out there um uh before i mm -hmm. pursue it in a in a personal way i guess yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. right that makes yeah. sense speaking of personal ways i just remember uh very often getting very close to your beard oh really <laughs> like there's a lot of it's a lot of these shots, a lot of the chin. Well, this is, and this is. We we'll have to get you a, a periscope stick. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that they true. have selfie sticks now that look like a person's hand. Ah, uh, so yeah. Oh, it's terrifying. You can look like that you're holding Why do you want hand. that? I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. Why does anybody want that? So you don't seem um, lonely. But since we are uh, trying to keep it short, uh, per Jeff's request, Adam, I think you should. Um, Tell us what y your challenge is. You came up with one hmm. for the group. Yeah, I do have a challenge, and this is, I guess, more of a sociological one. Uh, I was reading an article. Uh, I was reading an article, surprise, a couple of weeks ago, and this was a uh, this was a Paul Krugman piece, and he's a, an economist uh, that writes uh, uh, op-ed columns for a couple of papers and. Uh, um, he, he, he I, I really like him because he has a very nuanced sort of uh, analysis of mm -hmm. what works, what doesn't work in our economy, and more broadly, what works and doesn't work in our political system. And so mm -hmm. the article was about um, uh, saying, uh, acknowledging when you are wrong. Um, he was making the point of uh, a lot of conservatives and Republicans that currently are in uh, our Congress uh, that a couple of years ago were, you know, talking about the one example he threw out, Obamacare. Okay, when the Affordable Care Act is fully implemented, um, uh, premiums are going to skyrocket. Only the sick are going to sign up for it. Um, uh, uh, people are going to sign up for it and then not pay. And then, uh, you know, uh, it's going to be uh, hundreds of thousands of jobs are going to be lost. And so now we are, uh, I think we're two full years from full implementation of the laws. And literally none of those predictions have come to pass. And and some of it, he blames the media for not holding accountable those those people in power of saying, so remember those things that you predicted, right. those dire predictions a couple of years ago? Uh, they're they're all completely untrue. Or um, mm -hmm. they made the he made the point of, uh, you know, there's the talk of uh, people want to go to war with Iran right now. Um, and a lot of the people that are making that case are the same people that made the case to invade Iraq and based on information that was completely wrong. And so there's right. no 
there's in in the political realm and specifically he's calling out conservatives and republicans uh but does acknowledge that this is a political problem um mm-hmm. that people just don't admit when they're wrong right there's always that spin of the apology where you don't really yeah. acknowledge you were wrong you just kind of say well i'm sorry that my uh you know my words were misinterpreted this way and it's like no you were wrong you were completely wrong and so um I was going to challenge. Uh, I was going to challenge both of you and myself uh, to quickly share a um, a moment in your life where you were one hundred percent wrong and yet refused refused to acknowledge your wrongness in that situation. Um, I would hope at some point you did acknowledge that you were wrong, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, uh, Jeff. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, it got really quiet all of a sudden. I didn't hear oh, the we, feedback. We were, I was oh, we were just listening. Oh, okay. Sure, sure. This is what it sounds like when people listen. <laughs> so I, I know we're not really used but, to so, so we have a week to think to of that. a story because I'm trying to think of one. Sure. Well, I'll, I'll share mine right now. Yeah. And then, okay. so I guess maybe it'll be two challenges. So uh, there was uh, one time uh, I was. This is the example. This is the okay. example. All right. And I'm sharing okay. a fairly minor superficial one right now. Um, and so that you have a week to process and share one that you are comfortable putting out there live on the Internet. Right. So this one was a couple of years ago, and uh, I uh, got into a fight with the person I was dating in the t- at the time, and this was about, and again, completely ridiculous stupid. I sincerely hate uh, artificial, like, cinnamon taste, like oh, yeah. cinnamon oh, candy. Like, it, 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 it's just a sensation. It's just this burning sensation on the tongue. It's not cinnamon at all. And uh, anyway, the toothpaste that I was using at the time, and still do occasionally, was close-up. Uh, which is like dirt cheap. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's cinnamon. Yeah. yeah. But again, I didn't realize it was cinnamon flavor. Like it didn't taste like that thing that I thought artificial cinnamon tasted like. And we got into a fight about that because she insisted <laughs> that there was cinnamon in it. And I was like, no, you're wrong. Like I know what artificial cinnamon tastes like, and that is not it. And like like literally it got to the point where we were both crying, yelling at each other how ridiculously stupid it was. And I was completely wrong, like just completely and utterly wrong. And it could have easily just have been I could have gotten up, one of us could have gotten up, gone to the bathroom and grabbed that tube of toothpaste and read the ingredients on the back. And sure enough, I eventually did. And it was it was the artificial cinnamon taste in there, uh. which I had never tasted <laughs> like it tasted more like a Bernie mint. So I I was completely and 100 percent wrong. And, uh, you know, it was a stupid thing to fight about. Um and again, I don't know if I ever said I was wrong. I think I probably came up with some stupid justification and rationalization of, well, it doesn't, it, it doesn't taste like it, so that's why I didn't know. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't an apology. It was, right. A, right. It was a rationalization for why I was so entrenched in my position. So the challenge I have for you two, and I guess the challenge I have for anybody listening, is think of a time when you were 100% wrong. And I know I may be uh, going down a dark path. I'm going to have to think really hard. <laughs> well, no, I was going to say, I think I'm I'm poking the bear here a little bit since uh, you two uh, do live together and are in a committed oh, relationship. Yeah. yeah, but that's the but the thing with our relationship is, yeah. is that eventually we we tell each other and we laugh about it. Like, I don't feel Good. like it well, wouldn't then, be a. 
a thing. Like, there's one example I can think of, because I'll go way back to, like, I'll think about something really <laughs> hard, but there's one I've thought about is when I lost my keys, and yeah. I totally blamed Jeff. Yeah. And it's like, you had them last, and this, 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 and they were, like, in my bathroom under my clothes. But, like, I was like, oh, I found them. <laughs> they were in your closet, and, like... <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> confessionals but you know what i mean I did that we, once yeah we, yeah yeah we will lie and we will do everything to save face to save face so the challenge i have is everyone to think of think of a moment join us next week when we don't live together <laughs> where you are 100 percent wrong and if there is a new moment that presents itself during the week where you are 100 percent wrong i want you to stop i want you to take a breath and i want you to think about me Okay. We'll <laughs> and and I want you to say to that other person, I want you to say, I'm wrong. I am 100% wrong. <laughs> okay. Just right in that moment. All right? Um, so I that like is that. the challenge. All right. Challenge okay, accepted. Okay. <laughs> challenge accepted. Okay. That's a really good one. Uh, well, I guess that's going to wrap it up for this week. We've got a lot to think about, <laughs> some of us more than others. <laughs> Should we do um, we'll sign-offs now? <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, a couple of couple of housekeeping things real quick. Um, we'll be back here, uh, we're assuming next week, yeah. right? Same yeah. time? Yeah. Is that going to work? Yes. Okay. As far as not, I know right we'll now, something. yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. And if that doesn't work, we'll post something on the website. Uh, check us out. We're at assembler.fm. Uh, you'll see the show right there. But for people uh, that Adam believes uh, are sitting there with notepads ready to write this down, Go to assembler.fm slash u4c slash two. The show is sponsored by Nobody because when nobody sponsors your podcast, nobody can be disappointed. <laughs> okay, uh, I guess that's it. Sign-offs. Who would like to start? I'm Sarah, and I know where my keys are. <laughs> uh, I'm Jeff, and I have a lot of questions for Sarah. <laughs> uh, I am I am Adam. And uh, I am 100% wrong 87% of the time. <laughs> okay, thanks for watching, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>